Good evening, everybody. Quick, I'm Michelle here from Philly Sports Talk. Here with Kate Gargano again today. Uh, my guest, I, he was here to preview the divisional round, or the wild card round, not the divisional round. What's up, Kate? What's up, Coy? How's it going? Oh, it's going great. And we're here to preview the NFL Conference Championship round. So let's get right into it. So the 4C Bengals, they take on the 2C Chiefs at uh, 3.30 on Sunday. The Chiefs this year, they averaged 33.2 points per game, or not this year, as a whole, with Patrick Mahomes as a start in the playoffs, minimum five starts. That is the most in NFL history. Uh, so the Bengals' defense has a, a tough job, a tough task at hand in this one. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, you know my take already about the Bengals, but I, I'm not too confident with them coming into this game. But they've changed a lot of people's minds, and I wouldn't be surprised if they changed mine. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I really could see a case where the Bengals could win this game, but it's going to take a lot of hard work, especially on the offensive line. But let's go through the injury reports first. So the Bengals, they're without really nobody. They're just missing Cam Sample, a defensive end, and then a lower-end receiver and a lower-end defensive tackle. So they're not really missing anybody. And, in fact, they're not missing them, my bad. They're both questionable. But the Chiefs, the X factor possibly, Tyron Matthew is questionable with his concussion. Andy Reid said he is doing well and has a chance to play. And that's really about it for the injury reports, so nothing much. So let's talk about what each team will need to do to win. So let's start with the Chiefs. I, it's quite simple. Just abuse the Bengals' defense for me. Not necessarily not necessarily worried about the, their, their defense because I know their offense can just completely take over this game. What do you think? I agree. I think the longer they keep Mahomes on the field, the better chance they have to win this game. Yeah, I, I really don't think their defense is going to matter that much for the Bengals. I have it really O-line has to hold the has to hold their own because uh, they're just going to have to withstand the pressure and their defensive line too as well. They need to stay composed because the Chiefs can sometimes strive on broken plays. So if there's a broken play going on, they're getting pressure. Keep Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill in your sights for the defensive backs. Don't lose them and you know don't get collapsed is what I also have for the Bengals. I agree. What I have for the Bengals, the main thing is I think Joe Mixon needs to rush for at least 120 yards this game. He needs to chew up as much clock to keep Mahomes off the field. And with the Chiefs defense being shaky, I think he can do it. But for some reason, I don't – I mean, the Bengals offensive line has let up so many sacks. I mean, there was nine in one game last week. But their, their rush – the way they block for Mixon is very impressive. Yeah, it's very – it's kind of weird, you know, to think about it. And eventually I think it's just going to completely break down. And I mentioned this in a recent podcast. You know, this is what we expected. You know, they took some skilled players over offensive linemen in recent years, and they shouldn't regret it because Chase has been excellent. But this is what's going to happen until they draft a lineman, which they will upcoming. But so uh, this game will be won at the line of scrimmage is how, how I say. I mean, really, I think that's where this game's going to be won and the game plan at the line of scrimmage. So – I have the Chiefs winning 34 to 21, but I really hope the Bengals win. I have the Chiefs also winning 24 to 17. Yeah, so let's go to the next team. Uh, the six seed 49ers. I mean, I cannot believe they're still here. Take on the four seed Rams <laughs> in Los Angeles. And the first thing I really want to note is that the Rams should not be allowed to restrict certain fans from getting tickets due to their location. Just because there's not many Rams fans in that area doesn't mean they should restrict other people from going to the stadium. Yeah. Uh, if I was a 49ers fan, I would find a, a loophole, you know, tell people that live up there 
buy all these tickets, we'll pay you back. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the price for the parking? Oh my god. I saw the headline. How much was it? Uh, uh, parking for a mile and a half away is $150. If you want to park right near the stadium, it's $500. Yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous. They're getting a little carried away there. But, yeah, so let's talk about this game. So the Rams have lost six straight games to the 49ers. That is three straight season sweeps. Uh, that's that's not very good. And not very good. They obviously lost in the overtime game, which could have gone either way. They lost 31-10 earlier on in the season. But I think they have a better chance in this one. I agree. Even though I think Shanahan and McVay are both genius coaches, and I think – this game is going to be won by coaching decisions. And if Matt Stafford plays the brand of football that he usually does and limits the Carson West-esque turnovers, then I think they'll be all right. Yeah, so let's talk about the injury report for a second. So Elijah Mitchell, he's questionable with his knee. Jeff Wilson is questionable with his ankle. Trent Williams is questionable with an ankle sprain, but Shanahan says he believes he will play. And Debo Samuel and George Kittle are on track for playing as well. They should be fine. They both got a little hurt at the end of the game last week against the Packers. So the Rams, safety Taylor Rapp is questionable with his concussion. Van Jefferson is questionable with a knee problem. And Andrew Whit- Whitworth is on track to play. So it looks like there's there's a lot of questionables, but I think most of them are going to end up playing. I think Van Jefferson's a huge part of this Rams receiving core. So if they can get him playing, I think that's it's very beneficial. Yeah, it's another guy to worry about when – uh, with Cooper Cup out there as well, and I completely agree. I know Dale Beckham Jr. So let's talk about how each team needs to win this one. For the Rams, their keys to victory, eliminate Bosa, Nick Bosa from the game. I think this will do a whole lot for their offense. I think the Rams de- – are not the Rams. The 49ers defense is really good, and Nick Bosa leads the way for them. So if they can double-team him no matter what, limit him, that will be huge, and limit turnovers. Don't give the 49ers a chance because the Rams had the edge – if they give the 49ers a chance in this one, I don't think or I think the 49ers will win. No more than one turnover is what I have for them. I agree. I think they gotta Stafford's gotta play smart. He can't make dumb passes. They have to stick with that Cooper Cup connection. They have to just play like it's just another regular game. And I think McVeigh's an experienced coach. I mean, he's been to a Super Bowl before. So I don't think he'll necessarily fold under the pressure, but we have no idea what Stafford's gonna do. Yeah, it's still interesting, you know. I Pre this season, I was saying that the Rams would win the Super Bowl, but, you know, I watched Stafford get a little trigger happy towards the end of the season. I got a little questionable. I'm still iffy on him. I don't know what to believe, but you're about to find that out in in a second. For the 49ers, their keys to victory, uh, small ball gameplay at its finest. And that's not, you know, a shot at Jimmy Garoppolo because I have you play small ball, you run the ball with Debo, check downs with Kittle, uh, check downs with Ayuk, all these small ball plays, and then eventually the occasional deep ball, which I think they could perfect. They keep the reins on their heels and they need to pressure Stafford and get him on his heels right away. They need to hit him hard if they want to be able to win this game, intimidate him, the intimidation factor. I had the exact same thing. Bosa's got to just completely make Stafford uncomfortable, make him make stupid throws. And we saw the Rams last week, but the four, four fumbles. Oh my goodness. If they can force at least two, I think the 49ers have a really good chance of winning. Yeah, Cam Akers is going to be a huge part of this game for sure because if Matt's, if Matthew Stafford is required to throw the ball this whole game, I don't think it's going to go well for the Rams. I just I don't think it will. I think they're going to need somewhat of a run game in this one. But he was decent last week. Um, I mean, the heavy workload was just to Akers. Over, 
24 attempts, but not really any yards to show for it, only 48. But my prediction for this one, I'm saying the 49ers win this one, 27-21. I know it's a bold take. I do believe it's a hot take because I definitely think the Rams have the advantage. But I believe Stafford's going to have a pretty good game, and I think it's going to be out of his hands a little bit. But in the final quarter, uh, with a couple minutes left, I believe he's going to throw an interception on the final drive to send the 49ers to the Super Bowl. Uh, I really – Stafford, I don't know – I'm riding this take until he proves me otherwise. Uh, I, I don't think it's too uh, too outrageous to think that he can mess up pretty bad. But I have the uh, Rams winning 31-24. to 24 in this yeah, I, yeah, I think it's going to be a couple very good games. But uh, I, I want to see – I kind of want to see a Chiefs and Ram, – not Rams, Chiefs and 49ers rematch. I would like to see the 49ers try to get their revenge. But last time I predicted the quarterback would end the game on an interception on the – possibly winning drive uh Derek Carr did it against the Bengals and look where the Bengals are now but uh one last thing I just want to say real quick it's crazy to think that the 49ers if they didn't get that lucky I mean I'm not gonna consider it lucky because I think the Rams played lackadaisical I, I kind of lucky I think the Rams played a little lackadaisical in the fourth quarter uh, I think it was a little bit of bad coaching because they were trying to win and it was bad execution but if the Rams won that game the 49ers would not have made the playoffs and this whole East or the NFC side would look completely different. I agree. I think if the 49ers don't make the playoffs, I think maybe the Cowboys are still in. Packers 100% are still in. Yeah, there's a yeah, lot of different scenarios, really. But any last words? Nope. I think we covered it all. All right. So, everybody, enjoy this wonderful weekend. And obviously, we're going to have some special episodes out for the Super Bowl, but more news and updates on my Instagram. That is philly.sports.talk underscore. One more time, philly.sports.talk underscore. Go give it a follow. We post daily debates and polls and obviously updates on podcasts. But, Kate, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. All right.